March is here and spring is in the air. The 2 terabyte TV and cartoon collection is still on sale. Check out all of our collections at the oldtimeradiodvd.com. If you haven't signed up for the Gazette, the premier newsletter about all things nostalgic, sign up today at oldtimeradiodvd.com. You'll be glad you did. Enjoy myself. Oh, so sick. What's to enjoy? A lonely, isolated hut on top of a mountain. Where two women, not one, but two, and both of them blonde, like me, were slashed to death. One last year, one the year before last. Getting goosebumps just being here. Delicious goosebumps. More thrill-making than even one of your novels, darling. Now that you've had your thrill... I'll never finish it, Toddy. Do me a favor, Tony. Stop interfering between Kay and me. After all, she is my wife, you know, though you seem to forget that often enough. Meaning what, Dan? Well, you know what I mean. Well, I'm afraid I don't. You better explain that crack. Oh, come on now. Let's not spoil it. Dan, let's you and me get something straight. I've enjoyed being with Kay ever since I met you two last week. Now, like you say, it's a working vacation for you, and you've been holed up in your room with that typewriter of yours most of the time. While you and Kay have piled around together and had a few laughs together. And that's all. Not that there couldn't have been more. Kay's very attractive and just the kind that turns me on, but uh, we just had one big laugh together, Dan, and that is all. You know it is, darling. Yes, yes, of course I do, Kay. I, uh, well, I, I... Uh... Let's get back down to the end. Woohoo! Hey, it's turned real cold all of a sudden. The sun's going down. I think the south slope is shorter. Uh-huh. Well, go down the way we came up. It's safer. Dan, I'm getting cold already. Oh, great! But this way, let me talk to it. And the south slope isn't really dangerous. It's risky. It's too risky for you, darling. Even Hornbach warned you about it. Stuffy, old Norwegian. Hornbach isn't stuffy and he isn't old. Unless you call 42 old, he knows these mountains better than anyone. And he's one of the best pros around. So you listen to what he tells you. There you are. You're all set. Last one back at the end. By the hot potty. Okay, I said not the south slope. Stop worrying, darling. I'm okay. Dan? Dan? Okay, please. I'm trying to finish this last chapter. The last two pages, in fact. We're nearly an hour late for dinner already. Well, you go on. Well, go ahead. No, not after this afternoon. What this afternoon? Not after this afternoon. Dan? Dan? Okay, please. I'm trying to finish this last chapter. The last two pages, in fact. We're nearly an hour late for dinner already. Well, you go on. Well, go ahead. No, not after this afternoon. What this afternoon? Tony will see me alone at our table, and he'll come over oh, and... Oh, oh, I get it. Hey, I'm sorry. I know. I know there's nothing between you and Tony. You do? I'm not getting any younger. Well, you certainly don't act any older. You're as reckless and as irresponsible as, uh... As, uh, what's the word I want? Spoiled? Childish? Latoose? Yes, I guess so. I'm taking the south slope this afternoon. Oh, is it beginning to? I don't know, dear. Somehow I seem to get older. Why? To me, life is a dare, a risk. Unless you take the risks, you'll never really live. Hmm. There's something in that. That's the word I want. Spoiled? Childish? Latoose? Yes, I guess so. I'm taking the south slope this afternoon, for instance. Hey, you could have been killed. I wasn't. 
I was never more alive coming down that slope. To me, life is a dare, a risk. Unless you take the risks, you'll never really live. Hmm. Then there's something in that. But you can't go too far, Kay. You did this afternoon. You did a year ago when I came here to finish my last Minerva Twine mystery and left you in New York. So the horse didn't clear the jump. Well, you didn't have to take that higher jump. Now, you could have broken your neck instead of your collarbone. And, and what about the year before that? I came out here to finish another novel, and you... I know, and I've never parachuted before, and it is a new sport, Dan. Yes, and when Sandy Darling dared you to try it, you had to take the dare. Busted an ankle that time. <laughs> I guess from here on, your style was bringing me along when you come here to finish a book. Well, why do you think I brought you this time? Oh, Dan, darling, am I more trouble than I'm worth? <sighs> you're trouble, all right. But you're worth it. Well, be serious now. You've been coming here the last two years alone. So you could be alone and finish a book without any interruptions. Have I ruined that for you? But if I have... Be silly. It's been wonderful having you with me, Kay. And see, less than two pages to the end. I'll mail the finished manuscript off tomorrow, right on schedule. And then, sweetheart, the handsome Tony Shaw will have to find another playmate. Because I'll be your playmate from then on. Oh, Dan, I love you so. I'll just build that up into adoration. Then we'll start even. Now, come on, dinner. Indian Wells, Dan, all the way to Indian Wells just to mail a manuscript? What do you mean, just? The nail and manuscript. It's Dan Wiley's latest Minerva Twine mystery. Yes, but the round trip to Indian Wells it takes at least half a day. Why not mail it from the end here? Well, that's too chancy, Tony. Indian Wells is a good-sized town with a good-sized post office. And they... oh, Otto, Otto Hornbach, come and join us for coffee. No, I thank you. Oh, come on, sit down. I said no. Well, what's happened to our jovial ski pro? Something soured you, Otto? I know what soured him. You heard about me taking the south slope this afternoon, didn't you, Otto? After I warned you, you weren't ready for anything that steep yet? I suppose he put you up to it. Tony? Him and his practical joke. Oh, ye gods, Otto. That was two years ago. You're still holding that against me? It wasn't funny, and I don't forget easy, Tony. Tony, what did you do to Otto? Oh, he was giving me a lesson. I fell. Well, I pretended I busted my leg. How do you acted as if I broke my spine? Accident or not joke? Not to me. I, I see too many. I do not like practical jokes. And Mrs. Wiley, I do not like people to ignore my warnings. I'm sorry. Sorry is not enough. I warned you, but you went ahead anyway, and you could have killed yourself. Like Mrs. Horner killed herself last year, and Miss Yates the year before that. Killed themselves. They were killed, Otto. They were murdered. I say they killed themselves. I warned them. When you ski alone, I said to each of them, I said it. More than once I said it. When you ski alone by yourself, stay close to the end. Do not go far off. So if you have an accident, no one will know till maybe too late. But it is far at the top of a mountain. Yes, and if we have a sudden blizzard, almost impossible to reach. But they did not heed any warning. Like you, Mrs. Wiley. Sometimes I think all you young women are the same, heedless, reckless, spoiled, know-it-all. Yes, okay, Otto, take it easy. You're, you're talking to my wife. Mm -hmm. The way you should talk to her, maybe. Now, look, Otto, all right. All right, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. But I, well, I get upset when people ignore my warnings. Excuse me now. <sighs> He's really ticked off at you, Kay. At me, too. Well, maybe I can't blame him. That practical joke of mine, I guess I went too far. Listen, you two, if you'll excuse me, I think I'll go and buy him a drink. Bury the hatchet. Yeah, sure, go ahead. I'll see you. 
tomorrow is Wednesday, okay? So do me a favor, will you? You have but to command me now. No, seriously. I'll be gone all afternoon tomorrow, and I want you to stay close to the inn. Above all, don't go near that hut. The scene of the crime, or should I say crimes? Why not? Just don't, that's all. Danny, do something serious. I am, very serious. But why? But, oh, I know. The murders, those two gals hacked and slashed to death. They happened just about this time of year, didn't they? Yes. And you think another murder? It's possible. They never caught the murderer, you know. He's still on the loose. Oh, listen, listen to me for once. I have a theory about these murders. I'm probably wrong, but if I just happen to be right, another murder could take place up there in that hut. And it could take place tomorrow. Tomorrow? What gives you that idea? Never mind. Just do as I ask you, will you? Stay close to the inn. And above all, stay away from that hut. <laughs> you sort of made me want to go up there now. What? Oh, yes, of course. Warn you not to do something, and you're almost compelled to do it, aren't you? Ah, maybe that's why you warned me. What? So I will go. And who will be waiting for me there with a big, sharp knife? But you... Okay. Well, didn't something like that happen in one of your mysteries? The one where the loving husband lured his wife into a trap and murdered her? <laughs> okay, here's something else. There's only one place I've ever wanted to lure you. Where? Well, you know where. Come on, finish your coffee. And fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho. Oh. I hope Otto wasn't right last night. I don't write about what? How about skiers getting caught up here on top of the mountain in a sudden blizzard? I'd say there's one coming for me, like those clouds out there and the force of the wind. Not to worry. If it starts snowing, we'll start right back down. On the south slope, no doubt. No doubt. How about opening the thermos and letting me have a hot toddy hike and use it? Oh, me so. Just being in this hut is not a city. Because a couple of murders were done here? That scares you? Oh, I didn't say me. I said you. It doesn't scare me. Well, maybe it ought to. Here, hot toddy. Why? Hmm? Why ought it to scare me? Oh, you told me uh, Dan warned you not to come up here to the hut while he was away. Right? Right. Because he thought another murder, murder number three, could take place today. Right? Right. Well, could be Dan knows something we don't know. Could be another woman, another blonde, is going to be slashed to death today. Me? You. What have I got to worry about? I'm with you. Precisely. What? I said precisely. You're here alone, far from the inn, in a hut that's been the scene of two murders, each at this time of the year. And you're here because a man you scarcely know, me, dared you to come. <laughs> I said earlier, the piper must always be paid. I can't help wondering if Kay's piper isn't asking for payment now. Payment in full. I'll return shortly for Act Two. It's a good feeling, not a way, but a perfect sleepless night. I'm too 
than Anton, the perfect picture gives you the top comfort you love and the deep support you need. Top comfort, deep support. You get both from every shirt of perfect sleeper. All firmness that feels good. So, on CBS Daytime Television. Search for Tomorrow explores the lives and problems of real people caught up in a world that never seems to slow down. And the young and the restless, where for one hour, just like in life, love makes the world go round. Happy love, parental love, jealous love, forbidden love. Search for Tomorrow and the young and the restless. An hour and a half of the hottest drama. Weekdays on CBS Television. Check local listings for time. This is Gene King for your Better Business Bureau. If your food bills have become astronomical, it's time for you to learn the secrets of the smart shopper. Plan your shopping trips in advance. Also, try not to go when you're hungry. By making your shopping list and sticking to it, you'll be less tempted to buy on impulse the things you really don't need. Consider seasonal bargains, advertised specials, and the dietary needs of your family when you make out your list. But remember, folks, Buying sale items in bulk is just fine, but only if you're able to store them properly. Now, another thing you should also do is read food labels so you know exactly what you're paying for before you buy it. For example, you may decide to pass up that can of beef stew that's such a steal when you read that it contains more water than beef and potatoes. Be a smart shopper. Plan and save. A tip from your Better Business Bureau. finds herself in what well may be a murderous situation, which is to say, she may be murdered in a matter of minutes or less. Ignoring the warning of her husband, the mystery novelist Dan Wiley, she has blithely gone off with Tony Shaw, a man she scarcely knows, to an isolated mountain hut where two murders have already taken place. To judge from the look on Kay's face, Tony is speaking the truth. When he says, let me give you a refill on that tie, Kay. You look as if you can use it. You're not a murderer. How do you know? Oh, come on now, Tony. No, 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 seriously. How do you know? <laughs> really, Tony. You expect me to fall for one of your silly practical jokes. I'm not joking, Kay. This is for real. But Tony, you're going too far. A joke is a joke, but... Pulling a knife on me. Pulling a knife? Me? Oh, no, no, no. To show it to you, Kay. You've seen it before. Always carry it with me. Comes in handy now and then. Like, uh, well, when I used it to repair that strap on your ski boot the other day. I remember, yes. So, uh, don't jump to conclusions about me pulling a knife on you. Though I could be, couldn't I? Tony, if you don't stop this long... I could. Couldn't I? Yes. I, I guess you could. Except... Except what? You'd be crazy. Kill me and you'd never get away with it. No? Why not? Well, they know. Back at the end, they know I came up here with you. They do? Well, anyhow that we went skiing together. How do they know that? <laughs> it's coming back to you now, isn't it? Tony, go on ahead. You meet me at the bottom of the trail. 
I don't know I'm a few with you. They don't even know we're together. Exactly. So now you see the spot you could have put yourself in. You could be dead right now. Murdered. Smashed to ribbons. The way the other two were. I don't understand. I'm no murderer, Kay. Then why have you pretended? I haven't pretended anything. No practical joke either, if that's what you're thinking. All I've done is open your eyes to the spot you might have got yourself into through foolishness. Foolishness? All right, childishness, indifference to what serious consequences could result from your anything-for-a-thrill attitude. Now you sound like Dan. Oh? Well, you know, he's forever warning me that sooner or later I'll take one there too many. And you could have this time. No, I didn't. You may yet. Look, Tony, enough is enough. Now, let me tell you who I really am. I'm not the practical, joking ski bum I pretend to be. I'm a security officer. Security officer? I'm kind of detective. In fact, I have my own agency back in San Francisco. I don't understand. Well, just listen to me and you will. Back two years ago, after the first murder took place, the in management hired me to find the killer. You? Why you? What about the local police? Oh, the local cops were alas. Just the sheriff and his deputy. The Indian Wells police came up with nothing. So they called me and the management of the inn, I mean. And I'm afraid I'm blue at last season. The second murder was done right under my nose. But not this season, no, no. This time I'm just a few steps ahead of the killer. And that's where you come in. And where exactly is that, Sherlock? You're the bait. Oh, no. Not little Kay Wiley. Oh, yes. You're marked for death, no matter where you are. Sooner or later, the man who murdered those two blondes in this hut is going to murder you. You sound as if you know who he is. I'm pretty sure I do. Who? Your husband, Dan Wiley. Tell me you're crazy. I wish I were. Dan's in Indian Wells. Right now, in Indian Wells, nailing a... No? No. I could be wrong, but if I'm right, he never went to Indian Wells. Dan, Dan Wiley, what are you doing out here on the I thought you were going to Indian Wells. Uh, no, no, I don't. I, I saw you leave an hour ago. Drive off in your car. I changed my mind. I was going to mail a manuscript to my publisher, but. Halfway to Indian Wells, would you believe it, Otto? I suddenly thought of a different ending and a better one. Ah, this means you have to sit and write a whole new end? Yes, I'm afraid so. <laughs> Me, I would never be a writer. They work too hard. Ah, you better believe it. <laughs> See my wife, Otto? She went off skiing not long after you left. Oh, anybody with her? No, she went by herself. And I tell you this, I warn her again to stay off the south slope. Now, well, you can save your breath, Otto. I know, I know. I'm telling you, lay down the law before it is too late. Show her who is boss, who wears the pants. Oh, it's nothing like that. Kay isn't bossy. She doesn't try to wear the pants or anything like that. She's just... Well, she's just young and exuberant. You can tell Kay not to do something and you'll bet she'll do it. Huh? Obstinate. No, just... I don't know, more like, uh, more like a child. Do you, uh, know where she is right now? I told you I don't know. Oh. Well, I'd be willing to bet she's up the hut, the murder hut. Why would you bet on that? Because I told her not to go there while I was away in Indian Wells. Ah, so you think she went? I'm practically sure she did. Uh, I will never understand women, never. No, me neither. 
Well, see you, Otto. Uh, you going to meet your wife up at the heart? Uh-uh. No, I'm going to meet a typewriter in my room. So long, so long. So, so wait, Sam. Ah, ah. Uh, he didn't hear me this wind. Did he knew she would go to the hut when he told her to stay away from it? Huh. It's funny. Which is why he deliberately warned you to stay away from here. So I've come here? What kind of sense does that make? Hey, you all right? Yes. You kind of knocked the breath out of me, Tony. I, I still can't believe... But you're right. Everything you've said is so true. In the few years we've been married, I... I never have got to know him, not really know him. He's married to that typewriter of his more than to me. And yes, he did come here last year and the year before without me. Said he had to be alone to finish a novel. But this time he brought you along. Why? Did you insist? No, I'd never think of interfering with his work. No, he asked me to come. And I said maybe it would be better if I didn't. He insisted. So yes. Oh, I just can't believe. If I'm right, if Dan is a murderer, he'll show up here in a few minutes. And I don't want to be here when he does. All right, Dan, let's go. But, uh, honey, I just can't believe this is Dan. And I'm not going to. As I said, I, I haven't got to know him as well as I'd like, but... Good Lord, you can't be married to a man for nearly three years without knowing that he isn't a killer. And that's one thing Dan is not. I'd take my life on it. That's exactly what you're going to do. What do you mean? I'm leaving, but you're staying here. Tony! He didn't go to Indian Wells. I'm positive he didn't. He knows you're here because he made a point of warning you not to come here. Now, look. You've got nothing to worry about. I won't be far. Just up in that stand of cottonwoods. He won't see me, but I'll see him when he arrives. And then what? When he makes his move, I'll make mine. I'll be right outside that door when he makes it. What you're saying is when he attacks me with a knife. Exactly. Tony, I can't go through with this. You've got to if you want to help me catch him. I don't want to help me catch him. I, I mean, oh, I don't know why. I mean, he's my husband. I love him. I can't believe he's a murderer. Well, then you've got nothing to fear, have you? If I'm wrong and you're right, nothing will happen. Not a thing. But... If it's the other way around. Well, then I think this time you'll get a thrill to end all thrills. I can't believe this is happening. Believe me, it is. Okay, I'm off. No, Tony, please, no. Come on now, Kay. I, I can't do this. I'm scared to death, Tony. If you don't believe Dan's the killer... I'd be a fool not to realize the things you've said are true. Tony, don't leave me, please. Please. Well, I guess I had you taped all wrong. What do you mean? Kay Wiley, who dare anything? Kay Wiley, who parachuted from a plane on a bear, jumped a horse over the highest hurdle? Oh, yes, I heard all about that. I saw you make the south slope on skis yesterday. Yes, I've taken some dares again and again because... Because... Yes, because what? Because I was afraid. Afraid? Petrified. Tony, I'm the worst coward in the world. The daring Kay Wiley is a mask, a front. I forced myself to take dares just so I, I could prove to myself that I'm not a coward. But I mean, I am. And Tony, this is one day I can't take. I promise you I'll be right outside waiting. If you don't take the dare, if you refuse to stay here and face him, you'll never know, will you? No. 
whether he's a murderer or isn't. Oh, Dan. What is it? There's somebody coming up the trail. Dan? I can't tell. Snow blurs everything. But it's got to be him. Now, look, will you stay? I, I, I... You've got no choice. You've got to find out. You've got to have the nerve to find out. All right, I'll see you. Johnny! No. Dan. Hello, Kay. We can well imagine Kay's feelings as Dan Wiley enters the hut, proving Tony right. Curious situation. A woman facing the man she loves, her husband, not sure if he's a murderer. Certainly looks as if he is. And yet, well, we'll learn more when I return for Act Three. Doing it yourself can save you a lot of money. And with a rebate from Black & Decker, you can save even more. Hi, that's how we're all to tell you. When you buy a single or dual height work made from True Value Hardware Stores, you can get a $5 or $15 rebate direct from Black & Decker. The versatile Workmate is a portable work center, buys and sawhorse all in one. It folds flat so you can carry the Workmate to the work. Buy the Workmate Model 79003 single height kit from True Value Hardware Stores and get a $5 rebate direct from Black & Decker. Or buy the fully assembled Deluxe Dual Height Workmate Model 79001 and get $15 back. Take advantage of the Black & Decker rebate offer before September 27th. Get details at participating True Value Hardware Stores and Home Centers. And remember, you can save gas. You won't have to drive far for your hardware and houseware needs. If you're looking for values, for service, and for selection, you'll find them nearby at any one of the more than 5,000 True Value Hardware Stores and Home Centers located nationwide and tell them Pat Summerall sent you. Handel's Oratorios. The symphonies of Brahms, Mozart, and Beethoven. The piano music of Chopin. The concertos of Rachmaninoff. The music of Tchaikovsky. The rhapsodies of Liszt. The operas of Wagner. The ballets of Stravinsky. The great masterpieces of man are also the great masterpieces of our forests. Take away the words and pianos, organs, and harpsichords. And you take away the medium through which these geniuses communicated their inspiration. The symphony of life abounds in every tree, in every forest. Please allow that music to be appreciated by our children and our children's children. Only Bach could have written the Takata and Field and Dwayne, but only you can prevent forest fires. A public service at this station, the Smoky Bear Program, and the Ad Council. When you go into a stereo store, are you intimidated because it's just so darn confusing? Then call Concert Walls at 234-1866. Concert Walls goes a big step further than just offering you quality equipment. They'll visit your home, determine the type of system that will best complement rather than overwhelm your surroundings. And for only slightly more than the price of the system, they'll install it. The warranty on all parts and labor is good for a full year. And if your system needs some fine-tuning, they'll come into your home and do that too. Concert Walls, the ultimate inconvenience at 234 when is boxing not a sport? When it's the object of a wild scavenger hunt on the eve of your next move? When you want to have your gift of wine glass?
address is received intact or keep your storage space at its most spacious. Those are the times you never find the right size or number of boxes you need unless you visit Packaging Warehouse. Packaging Warehouse can sell you a box as big as you need or as small, as deep, or as long. At Packaging Warehouse, you'll find a selection of more than 100 different sizes of corrugated boxes to suit your shipping or moving or storage needs. They also stock packing paper to protect your boxed items and the most durable tape to keep it tightly sealed. Packaging Warehouse is equipped to handle the needs of even the largest corporations so you can be sure they can fill your individual needs. Buy one box or buy a truckload at Packaging Warehouse. Call them at 241-5353 or stop by their location on Gemini Lane off Royal and one block east of Denton Drive. Packaging Warehouse. What would you do? How would you feel? Your husband, the man you love, stands before you and for all you know, has come to kill you. Indeed, cleverly lured you into a trap. Surely you'd be torn with uncertainty, caught between love and fear, and underneath these emotions would rise despair. For if he is your killer, this man you love, you'd just as soon be dead anyway. I thought I'd find you here, Kay. I know. You know? I'm not totally naive, Dan. You knew when you warned me not to come that I would. Well, why the devil would I figure you, you would come when I begged you not to? Because I'm like the victim in your last novel, Death is a Blonde. You based that couch on me, didn't you? I was the model for it. Okay. Okay, so what of it? Her husband knew she had a contradictory streak in her. I even remember the words you used to describe her. Contrary, as wayward as a child. And he used it. To lure her to the death. Okay, things like that happen in novels, not real life. So you're not implying that I lured you here to kill you. Is that what you're saying? You said you were going to Indian Wells. What are you doing here? Well, to be honest about it, I had no intention of going to Indian Wells. I told you that, and I spread the story around the end to throw the murderer off my track. So that? Yes. I have a feeling he knows. I suspect him. But I also know he strikes when the moon turns full. Okay, I'm all but sure he's a homicidal maniac who has to kill. He can't help himself, you see, when the moon turns full this month of the year. You've got to be out of your mind. Maniacs who have to kill because of a full moon? That only happens in novels. Oh, no, no, no. In real life, Kay. You see, the full moon has a powerful effect on people on the world if it comes to that. Right now, it's only three in the afternoon. There isn't any moon at all. Hey, Katie, sweetheart, you can't see it, but it's there. And according to the lunar tables, it turned full about five minutes ago. That's why I didn't want you to come here this afternoon. And coming here, you set yourself up for the kill played right into the murderer's hands. But if I hadn't ignored your warning, I hadn't come here. Well, he'd have tried to lure you here. You were some other blonde at the end. Blonde? Yes, both previous victims have been blondes. And I'm sure the third will be, too. You seem awfully sure. Yes, I am. I'm very sure. The way you're looking at me. Okay, you do think I'm the killer, don't you? No, I... Yes, no, I do. You, I can see it in your eyes. You're afraid of me. Good Lord, Kay, how can you be? After nearly three years of marriage, three years of living with me, how can you be? And don't pull away. I don't know you. That's the trouble. I, I don't know you at all. What in places are you saying? Don't. Please, don't come near me. I, I am afraid of you. 
I don't want to be. It, it almost makes me ashamed because I love you and I want to trust you and should trust you, but... But you don't. Why not? Have I ever given you reason to distrust me? Why did you come here alone last year and the year before? Well, you know why. I know what you told me. It was always a habit of yours before we were married. A habit to go off by yourself to finish a novel. Well, it is. Then why did you bring me along this time? Because you begged me to let you come along and I finally did in. What other reason would... Oh, wait a minute. Now I begin to see why you think... Yes, of course, that's it. I was here last year when the second murder took place, and the year before that when the first blonde died. It isn't that, not that alone. Then what? I just don't know you. All day long, for three years, all day long, you've been in your office. Working. And half the night. I can't stop when it's going good. I know that, but it's kept us apart, keeps us apart, and that's why I don't know you. And what I've been told is true or not, whether you didn't go to Indian Wells for the reason you said, or... or... Another reason. What is it? You said, I don't know if what I've been told is true or not. Told what? By whom? I... Did you ever come here with someone? Otto? Otto Hornbach. Yes, I talked to him half an hour ago. He said, he said you'd gone off on your own. Yes. Yes, I did. But did you meet anyone on your way up here? Oh, I know. Hey, this is serious. Dan, you're hurting me. Then answer me. Did you meet someone? Did you come here with someone else? Yes. Tony Shaw. Damn it, was it Tony? Yes. Where is he now? You've got a gun. You're a fool to go hunting a killer without one. Now, where is he? Right behind the dumb old. There's a gun in your back. Drop yours now. All right, pick it up, Kay. Don't do it there. Don't turn. All right, let me have it, Kay. Thank you. Now you can turn around, man. A knife. The end of the handle stuck in your back. You fell for one of the oldest tricks in the book, a new mystery story writer. Well, at least I was right about you. Right about me? Look, I'll make a deal with you, Tony. Let Kay go. Kill me instead. Tony? Tony's the murderer? Oh, he's trying to pull the wool over your eyes, sweetie. You're no ski bum, Tony. You've been acting a part, and you're a lousy actor. He's a security officer at the inn, he says. Yes, a security officer who carries a knife, huh? Now I'll tell one. Flashed to death. Those women both flashed. Don't get all psyched up. The knife's a tool, not a weapon. I've never needed a gun. Well, you seem to need one now. Precaution, that's all. I can handle you with both hands tied behind my back. You know black belt. Oh, really? Then suppose we just find out. Drop. Drop that. Break your arm. Get a cake. I got it. All right. Sorry, Tony. I'll take the gun now, Kay. Kay? No. What? I... I don't know which of you to trust now. I'm sorry, Dan. So am I, honey. I don't blame you. Everything you said, you were right. Maybe you just... should have said it sooner. Oh, I was too busy. Yes, I guess I was, I guess. Hello! Hello, Baba! Otto! Otto Hornbach. Oh, thank God. Otto. What, what is this? Take this. Take it. Oh, God. That's holding it scares me. Take it. All right. All right. Come. Come inside. Well, what 
is going on here? I don't know. I'm so confused. Tony, stop. Dan, what has happened? Well, to give it to you straight, Otto, I've got reason to think Tony Shaw is the man who murdered two women in this hut and was bent on murdering a third. Okay. Now, he's a liar, Otto. He's the killer, not me. Oh, could that be? For one thing, he pretended he was going to Indian Wells today. Oh, I know. I know that. Like, I also know you are not a guest here. You are a detective. You know that? How? Oh, I look at the files in the office. I see you on the payroll. And why? And as for you, Dan, last year and the year before, you mailed your manuscript from the inn. But this year, for no good reason, you have to go to Indian Wells. <laughs> that story you told me about another ending to your novel. Oh, I'm not a fool, Dan. I wasn't born yesterday. As for either one of you being the murderer, you can't be. I am. You? Me. And you, my next victim. Almost from the first day you came, my next victim. Why? Because you are like she was, my Helga. <laughs> Oh, she put me through a hell on earth. She must have her way, not mine. Do always what she wanted, not what I wanted. She, she came first, me second. I didn't matter. Our okay isn't like they all are. Her kind, they're always, you know, they are always small and blonde, and helpless, dependent in need of your strength. <laughs> At first, you're, you're taking in poor little things, so helpless, so dependent on you, so in need of your strength, your masculine strength, so you you give it a little here, a little there, and gradually, so gradually, you don't know it is happening. You, you give her all your strength, and there's none left for you. You are caught. You are trapped in a web you thought was made of love, but is, is really made of, 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 of what? Of, of, of ego. That's what they call it. Ego. The, the I. The I of I am this, and I want that, and nobody matters but me. Oh, I know. Let him talk about you. You are Helga. Me? Oh, not just you. At the end, we are Helgas all the time. At least three or four each season. Spoiled, determined, pampered, coddled by fools. The husbands they are destroying as Helga destroyed me. Me. Oh, oh nearly did. I I woke up in time and, and destroyed her. <sighs> But the knife, Otto, it was handy in the kitchen that happened. And I, I loved her. Even when I was killing her and driving the knife home again and again, I, I loved her. Isn't, isn't that strange? You see? So now, now I, I, I must kill you, like Mrs. Horner last year, and Miss Yates the year before that, kill you, you see, to save him. Otto, Otto, I don't need saving. Dan, you can't handle this. Neither can Tony. Only a woman can handle this. It can be handled. You see, you hear what she says. Only a woman can handle it. Oh, spoiled, spoiled, rotten. No, Otto, scared. Scared rotten, the way Helga was, and Mrs. Horner, and Miss Yates. <laughs> Mrs. Horner, Miss Yates, you... And Helga. Oh, no, no, that is not so. She had me trapped. Because she was afraid of what would happen if she didn't trap you. Otto, she trapped you because she loved you and was afraid. Afraid she might lose you. Lose me to 
To who, Lucy? Another woman. Another. But. Oh, dear. There were no other women. There are always other women. Which of you first? I'm sorry, but you must die before I kill her. Not witnesses. I cannot have witnesses. For God's sake, Otto, didn't you hear what Kay said? She just told you a simple truth, a simple womanly truth. A woman traps a man because she loves him, and she's scared to death of losing him. She lies. Like all women, she lies. All right, which... Which one first? Tony? Dan? Me? Say what? He's lazy. I'm between you now. Between him and you. You have to shoot me first when he does jump him. And I thought you said you had no nerve. Get out of the way. Hey, please. Jump him when he fires. Well, go on, Otto. Shoot. Get out of the way. You. You. I must kill with the knife. Sorry. Change of plan. A gun this time, Otto. A gun or nothing. Give it to me. Or shoot. Another step. One more and I kill you. You're going to kill me anyhow, so what have I got to lose? Give me that gun. Wait, wait. What? Kay. Kay, it works both ways. Now get out of his way. Let him shoot us first. That'll give you a second or two to get out that door. And leave you here, dead? Do you think I'd want to go on living? Out of the gun. You, you, you mean it? You mean what you say? Of course I mean it. Why else would I... But I, I don't understand. You, you would give your life to, to save his? No. Oh, no. Is it not possible? Women are... Oh, no, they are selfish. They come first. Always they come first. All of them. Not all, Otto. Not every woman is like your Helga must have been. I, I was wrong about Miss... Miss Yates? Mrs. Horner? I don't know about them, but you're certainly wrong about me. Wrong? Oh, no! Oh, my God. Kay. Kay? I am all right. Better say to him. Crazy, crazy. Shot himself. Dan, is he? No, no, he's breathing. Oh, we better get him down to the end. I'll give his hand. Kay, Kay, sweetheart. You saved our lives. Believe me, from here on, you can take all the dares you want, and I won't say a word. You won't have to, Dan. There aren't going to be any more. I just took my last. Luckily, though, Kay Wiley paid the piper, as must we all. The price was not exorbitant. Her life. You ask me, she got off easily. How about you? You building up a debt you'll have to settle one day with your piper? Better do a little thinking about that. Better do a little thinking myself. I'll be back shortly. A message from the CBS Television Network. Walter Cronkite, one of a kind, writing, editing, working with the superb CBS News team to gather and report the news. The daily, constant pressure of being the best. And there's only one place you can find this anchorman, this editor, this team. Billy Wings, Dr. Strong, Cronkite and Company, only on the CBS Evening News. Monday through Friday on the CBS Television Network.
Hey, how'd you like some free gasoline when you fill up? I'd like it a lot. Then change to Quaker State Sterling Motor Oil. Are you telling me an oil change will get me better gas mileage? You betcha. Quaker State Sterling's a different kind of oil blended to lubricate better than regular oil. With less friction so your engine works less hard. And uses less gasoline. So change to Quaker State Sterling. It's like getting free gas with every tank full. Change to Quaker State. Quaker State Every seven minutes of every day, breast cancer is discovered in an American woman. But many women can be saved if the cancer is found early. I'm Dr. Wendy Logan. I'm an MD and a radiologist specializing in breast cancer detection. In addition to the women who I see with breast problems, such as lumps, I often see women who get a mammogram, an x-ray of the breast, as a baseline for future reference. The mammogram will show a tiny cancer before it can be felt. I found quite a few that way in women who never suspected they had one. The average breast cancer takes seven years to grow big enough to feel, but a mammogram can find them years before they can be felt. Finding cancer early means it's smaller and there's much less chance that it has spread beyond the breast. When it's small, it's also easier to treat and to cure. If your doctor recommends a mammogram, don't hesitate. The benefits of early detection outweigh the risks. A public service from the American College of Radiology. You needn't bother to buy his latest Minerva Twine mystery. You just heard it dramatized. Included Rosemary Harris, Larry Haynes, Ralph Bell, and Norman Rose.